We live in a time where the flow of information is constant, with competing voices in crowded spaces, where old school thoughts meet new school ideas. But in this modern age, we are constantly having to recreate ourselves. To understand these identities, we need to decipher the culture. This is unconventional. This, this is, is Lounge Academics. Academics. Hello and greetings, good evening, good evening or good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are listening to this at whichever time you're tuning in. I am KJ, the first lounge academic, better known as Kevin Julian. I'm currently, as you know, about to go live on Instagram. So if you're checking us out um, in terms of our podcast, thank you for tuning in. You could check up our other content via our YouTube channel and obviously do um, at your leisure, check out our previous episodes. So um, do share with people, let them know about the conversation. What we're about to do is this is a part of our um, lounge academics um, conversation where we have something called five minutes to disrupt, where we give our audience um, ultimately the opportunity to um, get five minutes of a spotlight around their project or their business. So I'm going to be speaking to a special guest um, this evening, um, someone who I've seen grown and develop through her work and through what she does in nurturing people's purposes um, and helping them to develop. So I've just tuned in live um, on Instagram now. So what I'll do is I'll wait for a few people to jump on and then what we'll do is we'll start the conversation. Do you get what I mean? So, um, and then we'll bring our guest on and see what she's saying um, and see if she's around and take it from there. But anyway, I hope everyone's been good. How have you all been? Hope you're well. It's been a hot minute. Um, I hope you've all been enjoying yourself, doing good, doing well. Um, obviously, it feels like it's been a while actually since we've had this conversation or we've connected. But anyway, um, maybe that's just me, you know. And our guest is here, she's here. So without further ado, I'm going to let her jump on and have the conversation. Um, and then we'll start. So I'm just sending her a request via Instagram. And hopefully we shall hear her shortly and very soon. And then we'll start our convo. And here she is, Rach. What's hey, going hey. on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, you know. I'm very well. It's good to see you. It feels like ages, you know. I know. It's been a long time. It has. Very it long has. Time. It's been a while since I've seen you with all COVID and pandemics and all that. Um, it's been very hard for people to see people. And um, yeah, it's great to have you here. It's great to have you on. It's been a long time coming, you know, Rach. It's, it's been a while still. We should have been having this conversation a long time ago, you know. And I've been dodging you. I've yeah, I know. You. you have been dodging me. But it's it's great that we're having it now. You know, better late than never, right? Do you get what I'm saying? And it's always in God's time and at the right timing for us to have conversations and stuff. So I feel it's the right time now to have it. Um, What we're hoping to do, um, just because I know um, some people drift in a bit, it takes some time for people to kind of come in um, and engage yeah. with the conversation and stuff. So 
what we'll do is obviously um we're just gonna have a chat we're gonna have a conversation about your work the inspiration behind nurture your purpose yeah. why you've set it up where you're at now um i'm very interested to find out as well given covid and everything that's going on i'm interested to find out from you um just in general how this impacts on the business that you have and your services given that events is all about people meeting together do you understand yeah. so um it would be good to kind of find out a bit more about that as well and obviously for people that are tuning in and that are interested um in the conversation as part of the instagram live obviously people can come and um post their questions if they have any yeah um which but obviously myself and rachel will do our best to kind of answer and talk through okay so without further ado what we'll do as some people are starting to come in now um what i'll do is literally the first five minutes is all yours to tell us a little bit about nyp about yourself your inspiration and then we just have a chat I'm about that. Hi, Mr. Unique. Good evening. Good evening. So he said, evening, people. And people are coming in saying good evening. So good evening to you all. Um, okay, so, Rach, over to you. Um, and then we'll just have a convo based on, on what you say, really. Okay, so good evening, everyone. My name's Rachel. I'm the founder of Nurture Your Purpose. Um, and Nurture Your Purpose is an events company that gets creatives together to help nurture their talent. So you might be thinking, what's a creative? A creative is someone's line of work or passion or hobby that use their creative mindset to strive for something and do something. For example, they could be good at arts. They could be good at hosting. They could be good at um, spoken word poetry. So I create events to help create a platform to nurture themselves within um, the Nurture Your Purpose team. Um, and another service that I've recently relaunched is um, the events management side. So if anyone has an up and coming event and they want help and guidance with the structure of it, um, Nurture Your Purpose is offering that full coordination for your event, depending on what package you pick, because I've got three packages and it has different things, but mostly covers um, the gold, sorry, the bronze, silver. So if you want the gold, then that's a full coordination of the event. Um, and I've recently done three events and they've all been panelist events. Kev, you would know because you yep. posted that one. Um, and basically I put together, um, like I searched for panelists to kind of talk about different things within the community. Um, topics were based on society, consciousness, relationship. And I think the last one was just an open one, like just free to discuss different things, how we could come together as a community and just make things better. Um, and so I, as I mentioned, I had three events and there was various different panelists talking about having their opinion and giving their guidance on what they think is. So I had questions and they were just relating to that question. And then the audience was engaging with that, also giving their views and opinions. And how I picked the panelists was basically just off, um, just social media really, and friends as well, because I know a lot of creatives that I um, have within my circle and just that I connect with on social media. So for example, at my first event, I had um, a good friend of mine called Lisa Brown, she also has her own PR company, which she's trying to um, expand. And I also had um, Charmaine Lawrence. She's a mentor and a self-love 
coach strategy um, person at the moment. And I had free, Mr. Free on Mind. Um, he's just a motivational speaker. He speaks about different things, inspirational, very much inspirational and um, just encouragement. Um, within these events as well, I also had like a spoken word artist up and coming. Um, one goes by the name of Paz P. Um, and the other, the first person I had at my event was um, uh, Free Spirit. Um, so yeah, it's just encouraging people to kind of nurture themselves with a platform created by Nurture Your Purpose. And it also brings like creatives together to interact, to network, to whatever they want to do together, but within the space of nurturing your purpose. It's basically more community engagement and unity and just inspiring and encouraging one another. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. That's very detailed. We had a run through what Nurture Your Purpose is, being brought up to speed in terms of what you've done so far who you've worked with, the kind of flavour, giving people a flavour of what to expect and the kind of events that you've been involved in. I think, you know, it's important for me to just stress, yeah, that um, it says, you know, Rachel says what the company does on the tin, nurture your purpose. I've been very fortunate to, to have worked with Rachel. Um, I hosted one of her previous events. And um, I think it was your third event that you did um, that I hosted, which was really cool. And I think, you know, as it says, it was about nurturing your purpose. And what I like about your platform is how um, it's so organic in the way that people can get supported and to nurture their purpose. I feel there is a, a mentoring, kind of encouraging coaching aspect to what you do through yourself. Mm -hmm. I think there's something about what you do that is very open to the community as well. Like you allow people to um, take ownership and have agency over what they're doing. So for example, my experience of you was you just like, look, man, um, and admittedly, right, let's be honest, you know, you took a chance because um, with myself as well, you were just so, I think, enrolled with my passion for what I'm doing and what I'm about that you were just like, do you know what? I need you get involved. You seem passionate about what you're doing. And that's what I love about um, your approach, because these days we're living in times of numbers, followers, who's got this, who's popping, who's doing what, who's been on yeah. what other popular and platforms and whatever and I think what I really like about you is you're willing to grow and develop and work with people at whatever stage that they're at and that's what I really love so I just wanted to emphasize that and I can't highly recommend you enough because I thoroughly enjoyed hosting your event it was really great um and it was nice to kind of be a part of such a community um felt initiative do you know what I mean because it is about the community um, so I'm very grateful for that and what you're doing as well. So, Rach, just tell me what, because there'll be people that are going to be listening or tuning into the podcast or tuning in right now that be at different stages. They're going to be at state. People might be at the stage where they're like, OK, I'm, I'm just starting out here and I want to get into events management myself. There may be people who are also already um, in events management as well so and um, there'll be people at different stages and there might be people that maybe even want to come on board and get involved in what you're doing as maybe a guest speaker yeah. as a poet or may want to contribute to one of your events so um I'm, I just want to speak to the different stages people be they'll be at yeah so I just want to ask you Rach what what was the inspiration why did you develop NYP where did that come from 
So I studied business in college mm-hmm. and a part of that course, there was an, an event sector where you had to create your own event. So I was like, this sounds interesting, but long at the same time. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I got stuck in and I'd done it alongside a friend actually. And we came up with like a talent show event. Okay. And we've done really well. Like we got good grades from that. And then from that one segment of the course, I always knew that I wanted to have our own business, but I wasn't sure what in. But from doing that course, I was like, yeah, I think this is for me. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that. Like I actually want to plan it now, even though it wasn't real, but I want to plan it. And then I decided to go to university to study events management. And going to university made me think that, okay, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. Because you know, sometimes you go to university in the first year, it's like, no, nah, it's not for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, and but then people I, drop off and that, yeah, yeah. I continued, mm. even though in the events management, I covered loads of events from large scale to small scale. So it could be a bingo night to wedding fairs to wedding planning. Okay. Yeah. When I was doing that, I started to feel that, okay, this is not really what type of events I want to do. So then I graduated, I still, I'd strive for it, graduated. And then when I left university, I was just thinking, okay, what, how am I going to get into the event sector? Because a lot of companies are saying you need experience, you need experience. So I volunteered like youth clubs. Um, putting on the events for the youth and um, working alongside like different organizations mm-hmm. um, organizing like peace marches a part of the community and then I thought okay I can put that wow. on my CV I can still apply for some jobs they still weren't having it I thought okay do you know what <laughs> I'm just gonna think of something and just do it for myself so I basically just brainstormed the sort of event I want to do and it, I enjoy doing mm-hmm. and I think from working within the community it made me focus more on elements of the community sure. and then I then thought of okay unity getting the people together and then speaking to my friends one day I was sitting down in my house and they all came over and we were just having a discussion about random things and I thought this could actually be an event like I can actually put this event on like with based everyone on the here. conversation that you were having yeah yeah but yeah. then that's when I thought of wow like all of, all of my friends are quite talented in terms of like their mindset different opinions like that's where the kind of talent and purpose came from with the unity and the community mm-hmm. but then the panel idea event came from the discussions that I had with my friends um just talking about different things literally and then yeah, I just thought to myself, you know what? I was scared because I didn't think I had much experience in that sense. Okay. But just went for it. And I think the like the thing is here, I, if you want to do anything, you can just go for it. Like sometimes like researching, it's not a lot of stuff out there to research or people that are doing the same line of work as you. But literally, I just, yeah, I studied it, but I just put pen to paper, listened to the people around me and just made up my mind that's what I want to do and then that's how I came up with Nurture Your Purpose the name itself I got some help with my friend she was like what is it exactly you want to do Rach I was like well there's a lot of talented people I want to be there for the community and I want want to do purposeful events where people can showcase themselves she literally came up with the name I'm not gonna lie like I give her credit she came up with the name she was like I was like oh my god like I like that Nurture Your Purpose so 
that's how it came up. Okay, cool. So basically, yeah, um, it, it effectively came about as a result of a gap, which initially yeah. was a gap for you in terms of employment. Like you were finding that there was a struggle to kind of get work in the industry that you're interested in. And ultimately yeah. you created your platform um, for yourself, yeah. you know, to build on. It's interesting because um, as you know, as someone who's obviously listened in on this as well in the past and been involved in lounge academics for some time, um, it's interesting. I'm hearing this common theme that people are having to say like, yo, I'm knocking on the door to be an author. or I'm knocking on the door to be a host. I'm knocking to do- on the door to do this. And people are just like, do you know what? I'm just going to have to create the, the space for myself. So there's a common theme that's coming out here. Is there a particular, in terms of your events, because what I think is great that you highlighted already is that you can have various different types of events from marches, large scale outdoor activities to networking events and stuff as well. Is there a particular, I know I'm sure you cater for a number of events, but is there a particular type of event that you're interested in at all, specialising um, for people just out of interest? Um. Not really. I mean, I tell you what I don't specialise in, and that might just break it down. <laughs> you can tell us what you don't do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, wedding planning. I've worked within that field. It's not for me. Okay. So I don't planning. Um, parties in terms of just like a a Saturday night when I go out for a little dance and whatnot. That's not for me. Okay. Um, I can do it, but. It just depends on what the purpose is of the actual event. Okay. I need to know what's the purpose behind your event. Is it is it gonna is it gonna help you nurture yourself? Is it gonna bring you some okay. exposure? Is it gonna help you network? Is am I gonna help you develop and develop myself? I like to bring bring people okay. out of so whatever they're passionate about, let me help you find that and let me create a platform for you. So there's a real, it sounds to me, what you're saying is there's a real social aim. Like you want to see people develop and better themselves. Yeah. So, you know, anyone can put a, together a party or an event with the girls on a night, on a night out or whatever. Yeah. But I guess what yeah, you're, I yeah. Do. I might do it one day, but that's not the type of business. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, to... yeah. This is, this is your brand. But what your brand is about is it's about, as it says on the tin, you're nurturing people's purpose and helping them to grow as a result. And I, I think that's brilliant. I love that USP is a focus, you know, um, in terms of helping people to nurture um, their giftings and stuff. So in terms of, because um, we've heard a bit about past events, how are you kind of coping? Um, like, it's funny. Sorry, I just seen paper pages. I see Nia just made a comment. She goes, I swear, every time I come on your live, your guests talk to my needs. Yeah, it's cool, man. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she's talking about that. So, maybe pose your question, yeah, um, Nia, or paper pages, if there's anything in particular that you want us to kind of cover or talk to, okay? But um, what I was going to say, Rach, is in terms of, obviously, your, um, your business needs and what you're developing at the moment... Um, we've talked about what you've done in the past. What's kind of the future in terms of launch events and stuff? What what um, are you looking to kind of do in the future in terms of developing? Sure. So um, I recently relaunched and yeah. I basically changed my whole logo, my branding. I've expanded my services. So the new services, the events management side, clients can book me to help plan their event or assist with any logistics. Um, and as COVID has hit all of us, but mostly like the events industry Trust. in terms of 
Um, I'm hoping to do more things online. So like social discussions or just creating a platform for people that even if it's something to do with like um, marketing, someone wants to market their book launch, like sure. we can have a conversation, but it's, it's gonna um, have to work around how we can do that online. Um, I'm not very savvy when it comes to online stuff, but I mean, I have to self, I have to learn for myself and basically just put that out there. So it's a lot of online material that's coming out um, just promoting my brand. And I think future, future aspirations for me, like, God willing, next year, mm-hmm. um, I do want to have like a relaunching event and then continue. I've got like a couple ideas. I want to do an empowerment event, um, networking. Yeah. I want to do it for the Kings, the Black Kings. Yeah, I want to yeah. do like a men empowerment day because there's a lot cool. of female empowerment days. So I just want to shine a spotlight on the Kings as well. Yeah, respect um, for that. Yeah. I also want to do something to do with um, charity work. I'm not sure what, but I have my, I've been looking, but I want to do something with um, nurturing like a charity, which is quite underground. Like they're trying to come up. Oh, so they're under the radar. I need more exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm trying to help them kind of like expose themselves through an event, um, but that's more within the summer. Okay, cool. Yeah. And and I just wanted to check in because I could see Naya is already lighting up our chat feed. She's just like, yeah, I'm going to reach out to you. I need to pick your brain and speak to you. So she did raise a question as well, actually, because she's saying that she's thinking, you may have seen it yourself. She's talking about she wants to launch an event herself. Yeah. Um, but as I, I, I know you're talking about events and stuff, so I thought in terms of anchoring the conversation this evening that we could talk a bit more about how that could work during covid given the current pandemic and what's happening at the moment. So um, what would be your advice? Because I know there's been people that have also, I'll be honest, they've approached me or they've spoken to me about coming to their event or getting involved in their event. Um, And this is a physical meetup, yeah? This isn't online. This is a physical meetup. What advice would you give to people that are looking to launch like whether it's a book launch or they're looking to do some kind of an intimate launch which involves people and physical meetups um i know you're saying that you are looking at online at the moment maybe because of the restrictions but what advice would you give to people that are seeking to do that um i think it depends on the capacity um so i'm not sure if you're aware but right now you only can have about 30 people in a venue even though i've seen more no i didn't know that uh, yeah, so 30 people in a venue. So it depends on the capacity for one. Um, I think that just from that kind of um, just goes to tell like what you're going to do, like how it's going to go forward, basically. So if you do have 30 people, and it depends on the venue as well, because sure. some people might be lenient. So, I mean, write everything down, I would say, because numbers are limited these days. Yeah. And once you have like your brainstorm like the numbers what you want to do and um, does it require like a dj does it require catering all of that ideas which yeah. i can also talk with then i mean going forward that's basically something we can discuss however if it's not feasible this year we can plan to make it bigger and better next year or just make it go it depends what you're doing because yeah. you can something online like a lead up to the actual event yeah. So it's a conversation I'll have to have to see what's the numbers like, what's the plans, what do you want involved in the actual event, where do you want it to be? Um, yeah. yeah, 
it just depends. But I would say just brainstorm everything. And then once okay. you have that, you can have a conversation and see what where to go from there. So what I'm getting from you is initially people need to record what they want and what the kind of desires are for their event through brainstorming their ideas, detailing yeah you know, number, the type of activities, things they're expecting to kind of do as part of the event, including DJs, all those other stuff, those add-on bits that might um, factor into the event itself. And then once you kind of had that, you can sit down and have a conversation with them and kind of look about how that's going to work as part of a consultation. I can see there's a number of questions ringing through as we're talking. So what I'll say... um, so far as well just to say for those of you that have just joined because I know some people have jumped on since the beginning of the convo which has been about 20 minutes now still um my advice what I'd say to you all is that we're talking about kind of management event management in particular during COVID so Rach is a specialist she's an expert in um, event management and coordination has done so for a number of years she has a company nurture your purpose so we're really looking at the conversation around event management during COVID and the current thing now so if there's other people you feel that would benefit from this please send share and bring other people part of the conversation if people are worried about this in particular, if you have particular questions that you may want to shoot at Rachel and myself, um, and obviously we'll try to um, speak about them. So I know um, Paper Pages asked a question previously that just went up about, um, I think it was about capacity. So does venue size determine kind of like the capacity? Um, Is that the rule change? So you know, you said um, venues having 30 people. Is that the maximum cutoff now? Is it just saying, like, it's 30 people for well, public I gatherings? Think yeah. It depends on the actual venue mm-hmm. because I've seen both. I've seen events happen quite large scale, like how it used to be when life was okay. quite normal. Yeah. And then I've also seen quite intimate um, events happening. So it depends on the venue. Um, and I've seen another question from... Yeah, that paper pages yeah. yeah how about streaming events you could that's a that's another thing I was going to come to as well so even if say you pick a venue and they say okay well maximum 30 people you can live stream the event um I've actually been to a function and they've live streamed it and so people can just lock on and just listen but the only thing is you're just going to have to um if there's comments coming through someone that's going to have to manage the comments and etc but live streaming is another way that you can interact with people that's not at the event okay so so what you're saying you're talking about a scenario where you can have an intimate gathering of 30 people there in a space in addition to live streaming that event as well so other people on a wider scale can tune in okay okay is that something you would um is that something you'd be interested in um, do you know what I mean? Is that something you would explore in terms of like as an advice or recommendation to people that are looking to kind of do their in, um, their events? Would you talk about maybe doing small intimate, but maybe add a live stream to that? Um, again, it depends on if it's your first event, because I mean, if it's your first event, you would, depending on what it is, you'll probably necessarily want everyone to be in the same environment because it's your first time. You want everyone to be there physically. Um, it depends on what the event is again. If it's, I mean, to be honest, if it's like a book launch, sometimes I've been to a book launch before, it's quite intimate. Yeah. So, you know, it, it really depends on what you want want to get from your event. Um, 
that's where that comes into factor. But I think live streaming it it's a good it's a good way to kind of um, just put yourself out there and just people get to know you and your brand. But if you want people to be kind of networking and getting to know one another, it's it's probably best that they come to the actual event. But okay. it just really really depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, also, Lisa's just come in with a message. Hey, Lisa. Um, I hope you're doing well, girl. It's been a while. So, Lisa's come in. Also, if you're smart, if those 30 people pay 10 to get in... Wait, sorry. If 30 people pay 10 to get in, you give them an incentive for coming, a goodie bag, food or whatever, and that could probably cover your costs of your, ven of your venue and you still live streaming it. Okay, so looking at... Okay, so Lisa's just giving some tips around um, incentives for people as well yeah. to kind of get in and giving a goodie bag in exchange for that. Um, so obviously you can you can get your income in, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. as part of that process. So thanks for that tip there, Lisa. But um, also, um, as yeah, and paper page obviously, Nia's just recommended that as well. She's she's kind of on board with that and thinks that's a a great idea and a great tip as part of that process as well. So. In terms of your the actual live stream, so for events, because I know at the moment a lot of people are doing like these Zoom calls, yeah? So a lot of people have yeah. been using Zoom and other things to kind of do their events online, but it hasn't actually been like you're describing it. It's not like an event that, um, you know, is basically a meetup along with it being streamed. So those yeah. Zoom events are often like a webinar or conversations with talking heads, a bit like what we're doing now, basically. So what yeah. what's the kind of software stuff? What are people using to live stream their events um, where there are more than, you know, 10 people gathered? Um, what I've seen is um, Instagram Live. Okay. And, yeah, and there's another one. I can't remember what it's called now. There was one that I was... I was literally locked into like every day on um when lockdown was there just okay. partying. But I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone was on there and it was literally showed different camera literally all the time. Um and my friend just said Nikki needs to be set up like a yeah, that's the yeah, that one as well. But for now, I think a lot of people do use like Instagram. I could find out the other name yeah. of the other if people are interested. Yeah. Um then yeah, take it from there. But the most popular one is Instagram. I think that's just the easiest. Facebook as well, if you have Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, all I know of is like Instagram, the one that I've put the name to, and Facebook. Zoom okay. is more for the meeting webinars, yeah. not really yeah. for live streaming, yeah. per se. Yeah. So when you're talking about the live stream, yeah, so you're thinking at using existing live streaming platforms like Facebook and Instagram Live yeah. like we're doing now. To kind of way, you, can, yeah. you can also kind of um get exposure like people can connect with you because so it depends if your page is public as well so people can just join do you know what i mean yeah so from anywhere yeah, yeah yeah so that's a good way of connecting with people depends who it is or what you're trying to get into yeah definitely so um i think your friend nick's kind of come on again she says it's true you have your discussions and we'll have the live at the same time you want production to be on point i have you know what i got a second that you know because um yes. sometimes i've seen some events yeah um that i've yeah. been to and stuff 
well, I've participated in actual meetups as well as being there um, as part of a live stream. And I have to say, some people have dropped off, boy, it's been whack. I'm not even going to yeah. lie. Like some of the quality, like like the angling and whatever, they haven't really worked through that. And I think that can really damage your brand, um, especially if you're doing events and stuff. Just something I want to put out there and say. So I, I definitely second the production point um, on that scale yeah. as well. I wondered um, for people that are just joined, like I said, we're having a conversation around event management during COVID. Um Rach specialises in um, nurturing people's purpose and event management through her company. If you've got any questions, throw them up, please, and we'll deal with them as we're having the conversation. But Rach, are there any particular points that you have that you feel like you want to, um, for people that maybe are looking to plan events um, anytime soon, is there, any, is there any gems, anything you'd like to share right now for those people that are considering um, putting an event together? anything that you haven't already said I think just going back to the pen and paper I'm such a pen and paper girl I'm so old school but yeah. literally write down what you want from that event like why are you doing the event what do you want from it like what is it gonna incorporate what's the requirements for that event and I think once you you kind of figure out why you're doing it and what it needs to what needs to happen within the event I think it will come to you um and it depends on how long it's going to take to organize because normally when I do my events I plan three months prior to the event um which is minimum yeah standard yeah 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 minimum um if you're doing a more large-scale event like in terms of outdoor then that takes up to a year yeah yeah yeah. it depends as well think of the timeline um when you would want to do it by is everything that you want to do feasible to meet that deadline and the timeline you want to do your event but first things first I would say and it's what I do I literally think of what event I want to do write everything down and just look at it like be realistic okay yeah okay so in terms of people that are listening to you and tuned in because as we've already seen there's already been engagement um, around the events um, that you do, that you've been involved in, people are already keen to pick your brain. So what can people expect? So coming to Nurture Your Purpose, if we're coming to get an event, I want an event done, I want it um, done with Nurture Your Purpose, what what can I expect um, from from yourself and from the, from the company in terms of the service? Do you mean a collaboration or someone hiring oh yeah just on the whichever eventuality so if i've got an event and i want to put an event on i've just trained i've tuned in i'm listening to kevin i'm listening to um rachel they're talking about events and covid i'm kind of feeling what rachel's saying i kind of like i'm feeling what she's saying in terms of the events and live streaming i'm now thinking of live streaming event wanting to do my launch um what's you know What's the next steps and what can people expect from you um, if they're thinking of going down that road? Yeah, so you can, from from myself, you can expect my full attention, <laughs> firstly. Yeah. Um, I like to understand what people want for themselves as well as the event. Okay. Um, I think for me, it's very important to know why you're doing it and what you want to get from it because where Nurture Your Purpose stands is all about um, nurturing talent and having a passion and bringing the unity within the community. Yeah, so I like that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 
I'm not necessarily saying that you have to tick all them boxes of nurture your purpose, but something has to connect with NYP. Okay. Um, and yeah, so I can, I'm not a coach, I'm not a mentor, but I hope to be expand nurture your purpose in the future with that aspect. Okay. But for now, you can expect my full attention, my guidance to the best of my knowledge, um, my good communication. And I mean, I can help where I can. I, I'm a type of person that goes above and beyond. Yeah. Even if you say to me, ah, oh, like, I'm not sure if I want green or white, I'll get green and white. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> so I'm just yeah. like that. So I'm I'm passionate about what I do and helping people bring out their talents and their passion. Yeah. Because I know how it is sometimes when you don't um, have that drive or you feel like, oh, I don't know if I'm good enough to do that or I need yeah. some guidance. And yeah, okay. I mean, having someone in your corner could definitely help push that and sure. just be that person. So. Sure. So what I'm hearing, so what I'm hearing from you, really, people, people coming on board that are locking in and want to get some tips. Obviously, there's a, there's a, um, what I can hear is a thorough consultation in terms of finding yeah. out what people's needs are, what they want. Yeah. It would be good for them to write that down in advance. That would help, and then they can bring yeah. that to the conversation that you have as part of the consultation. Once mm -hmm. um, people have kind of communicated what they want and what they need and the kind of services that you offer and stuff, what's the next stages of that? Um, do you, are you obviously, are you holding their hand and supporting them throughout each stage? Do you get yeah. staff involved? Mm -hmm. Do you get volunteers to help? What, mm -hmm. what kind of can you also offer and support so as part of the actual service? On, it depends on the package you pick. So I've got a bronze, silver, and gold. Yeah. Okay. Um, tell us about the packages. So what what does a bronze package look like? Yeah. The bronze package is basically the foundation for the preparation of your event. So that would include if five um, venues. I have a list of venues, and if you are struggling to look for venues, I can let you know five venues. Okay. Then the, yeah, the next stage of that is um, vendors. So again, I have a list of vendors. If you want vendors, I can apply with that. A checklist to help you prepare for your event. So are you on track? Are you on schedule? So I can create that template and- Oh, so like a project timeline, like a timeline for your event. Timeline. Yeah. It's basically the preparation for your event. That's in the bronze package. Okay. The silver package is the same. Plus um, it involves actually securing the event for you. So I would email, I would call the event I would make sure that it's booked, send you over the confirmation, um, securing the ven vendors again, um, just making sure that everything's patterned, like secured, done, yeah, dusted yeah. with the confirmation. Um, then the gold event is everything in the bronze and silver plus the full coordination of the day. So I will be your event manager for the day of your event. Okay. Making sure yeah. Okay, so bronze package really is helping people to plan. And at that stage, from a bronze thing, from that package, people can just plan their event and go off and do their thing if they want to. Yeah, they want to. based yeah. on that. So that's the most basic, that's the basic package. Yeah. And then the silver package, really, you're looking at coordinating in the sense of being a point of contact to make those things happen for securing certain things. So in a exactly. sense, you're kind of helping to assist um, yeah. with the building of the event and then the full package obviously ideally which is the gold will be for people yeah. to you for you from start to finish you're coordinating up until managing the actual event itself on the day or whatever it is Correct. that you're doing okay brilliant cool now that 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 makes absolute sense that's perfect and I guess um 
how can people um shoot how can people get hold of you what's the best way for people to uh, make that intention known and to connect with you sure so um my instagram well my business instagram is nyp underscore events and twitter is the same and facebook is the same but i think best is instagram however you can um, contact me via email which is info at nurtureyourpurpose.co.uk Okay, cool, cool. And people obviously can get a hold of you and um, and make contact that way, which is brilliant. Yeah. So, um, if one, you, one another oh, thing I yeah. forgot to mention, sure. sorry, apart from the gold package as well, um, you also get support. So I've got a team that can support with the actual event. So, for example, if you need a front of the house, I have a team member that can help with that. If you need a um, videographer, which oh, okay, um, it, it's a part of the package, but it depends on how many videographers you need or, or photographers. Yeah. It's yeah. Thing. It depends. We can it's, talk about that when it sure. comes to it. So the gold package basically details the opportunity for people to get the full, um, you know, um, length and breadth of an event where you can bring, obviously work with other kind of um, independent um uh specialists or services as part of that if there is a little specialist thing that they want or a bespoke thing like a videographer or whatever you're able to kind of support as part of that package now that makes that makes absolute sense that 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 makes perfect sense that people can reach out and do that so yeah tell me something rage um kind of final thoughts in terms of tips um that you want to give if there was a something that you wanted to leave as an imparting kind of gift or pearl well um sorry pearls or words of wisdom regarding those thinking about going for their event i know you've emphasized already to write down your ideas write down what you want how you want that event to develop but what advice would you give people right now um really because i think this covid thing has caused anxiety a lot of anxiety for people about whether to do an event because there's fear of people turning up to the event or fear of people um, not coming out because of the whole safety thing. And there's even people fearful about attending events. So yeah. what what would your advice be given on what you've seen politically? Because you're in the industry, you know what's happening. What advice would you give people for attending or wanting to put on their events right now? Um, do you know what? It's funny you ask that question because I actually wanted to put an event this year as well. And I was like, Am I forcing it? Am I not? Is it a time for me to kind of like just brainstorm more ideas and expand expand my um, brand? Yeah. But I think if if you are quite hesitant because of COVID, I think you should actually just spend time on your brand or your business or your event and yeah. just think of more things to elevate it to the next step. Sure if you're not hesitant and you're yes you're ready to do your event you're ready to go just make sure whatever event you are planning to do with the covid guidelines make sure they match up because you don't want to get to the venue and for example example you you probably would already have checked this but they say oh well we can't have caterers but they never told you that so, you know, you have to make sure the guidelines of the venue and your event is is matching up. Yeah. But, I mean, apart from that, I think whoever plans to do an event in this time, I mean, it's really it's really brave and not even in a way that I'm trying to put anyone off. But I think it's very um, 
it's just the strength to put it on at this time because yeah. it might not turn out expected yeah. how you want it to be yeah. in terms of that like, numbers or people attending um to be part of the actual event yeah if that makes yeah. sense. so I think just think about it in terms of okay well do you know what I don't want to rush to do it right now I can um elevate to another level next year or I actually want to do it now I'm working towards a deadline that's fine but just think about how the guidelines are gonna yeah work with the actual event definitely Hey Jade, by the way, he's just coming in um, and saying, hey y'all, with a heart, hi, how you doing? Um, no, definitely. I think, yeah, I totally take on board what you're saying. Um, I think it is a brave move right now. And I know some people that have already gone out, gone on and actually put on events and done stuff um, with mixed responses, to be fair, um, based on doing that. But I think it is a brave um, time right now to be doing that. But I do like what you're saying. I think what I'm pulling out from what you're saying really is one, check that what your expectations are for the event matches what's going on in the world in terms of the guidelines and self and safety. Because you may say you want doves to be flying throughout the venue and whatever, but you know, they may not be able to cater for that. Real talk given what's happening because animals could carry COVID. You understand? So um keeping serious about this, it's important that whatever wishes you have, and I think what you're saying is very important about writing down what you want and making sure that that matches up with the expectations, one, of the venue. So there's a couple things you need to satisfy is what the venue's prepared to do during this time as well. There's what your expectations are and then there is what government guidelines are which seems to be changing like the wind because one minute Boris wants us to stay at home. He wants us to come out. He wants us to go back home. Um, So we don't know, you know. So at the end of the day, I think it's important that we um, obviously clock and that we're aware of what the expectations are of the venue um, as well as our wishes and stuff. And and time as well because a lot of venues are kind of closing early. So it depends on what... um, what's the time frame of your event? Do you want it to go on late? And that's the thing. If you yeah. want it to do in a day event, but then you want an after party, bearing in mind that things are shutting down early, you yeah. might have to actually um, make your event finish earlier than expected. Yeah. So the timing as well. So double check with the venue, the times that they're available um, and that you can have the event until. That's yeah. important. Okay, that's important. So thinking about the time scales and the length of time and the duration of the event that you're yeah. expecting. And what that can also um, yeah. impact on your agenda. So you're um, running order for the day. So yeah. you might need to scale back of having, um, I don't know, like three people perform. It, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have all of that in mind. Yeah. So tell me something. So what are they, just out of interest, um, have you heard anything in regards to food at all with regards to venues and um, what they're saying right now in terms of catering at venues? Are some people saying like they're not having any catering or anything like that? It's been, is yeah, that been, I mean, yeah. again, I've heard both. Like people have had caterers and, and that was the large scale event, actually. Okay. The large scale um, And then there's been a more intimate event and... They haven't had caterers. So again, it's the venue. You have to really look for that venue and in terms of like what they're saying, because yeah. everyone's rules is different. No one follows Boris, is John- Boris Johnson. Like, yeah. No <laughs> yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> we know that. Different. 
Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. And I think um, also just something for people to be aware of as well. I think connecting with Rach as well, what Rach has kind of, what I've picked up on from this conversation alone um, is that also, you know, think you may be wanting to do your event. You may have an event in mind, but think of ways in which you can maybe still build and make an impact that may not have to be a physical event. So... Yeah. Think of ways, you know, for example, if you're doing a book launch or something, is there ways in which maybe you can build anticipation of your book that you're going to release instead of doing it as an event? Maybe there could be a series of activities that's done online, you know, yeah. that you could do to build up traction or awareness around um, your mm -hmm. book that you're looking mm -hmm. to to kind of promote or to launch. So whether that's through you were talking, Rachel, about the live streams, whether that's Zoom, whether that's doing live streaming generally um, around yeah. um, certain activities. And and I know for us, I mean, Lounge Academics, as you know, um, we don't do events per se, but obviously we host we host conversations and do a variety of different things. I think Kevin's frozen. Oh, i frozen. I'm, I should be back now because I can see you. You with me there? Can you see me, Rach? Yeah, what happened to you, Kevin? I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I saw you. was all good. I saw you all looking like, Kevin's gone. But now I'm back. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here. But I was like, it's not me. No, no, definitely I'm here. So I was just saying, um, for people that are wanting to do um events and stuff, I know for us with Lounge Academics, we kind of host conversations. That's something that we like to do. Um, we're, we're all about, you know, kind of changing the world through conversation, as you're seeing through this conversation right now. But obviously... Yeah. Something we did, we started off having physical events and meetups as well. And mm -hmm. um, obviously this was before COVID and all of that. We realised we got to maximise our traction. So we did things like our podcasts or yeah. our online conversation, which is also a cool way of people getting to know about you um, in different yeah. ways and engaging with your brand and with your content and what you're about. Um, so mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that out there basically. Um, just wanted to highlight that as that's other ways that people can be getting assistance or be could could be getting helped um during this period. Yeah. But definitely and building up your building up your um network base, like just like interacting with people. It can be like businesses, it yeah, can be yeah. just individuals, like you know what I mean, just build yeah. it up. So when that time comes to kind of execute, then yeah. Put the contacts and people around you that can help or yeah 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 do you know what I mean definitely no without a doubt definitely so um you know any final points right now Rach before we kind of close um I feel people have been enjoying the conversation I'm seeing thumbs up I'm seeing hearts emojis um people have been exactly. feeling the conversation been loving what we've been saying um you know the time goes so quickly do you understand? I know. <laughs> it goes quick, boy. So um, I just want to say it's been an absolute, like, it's just been a blessing to have you. Like I said, it's been a long time coming, man. And I can't endorse and recommend Rach enough. Like, you know, like I said, me being um, one of those people that has actually come through the service and has been supported through my hosting and my conversations and stuff and being able to facilitate that and being supported by you to do that. So, um, I'm grateful. Nice said, you know, this was a great convo. My notepad is full. Respect for that. So, and um, we always tell you to bring your pads, you know, because we bring them teachable moments. 
You understand? No, it's yeah, no, but... thank you very much. But uh, no, thanks for having me, Kev. But I would say one last thing. Yeah. It's a bit tricky, but I do literally think everyone has a purpose. Like, literally. Yeah. I feel like even if you don't know it yet or you feel like you're good at something and you just, you've got blockers in your head, go for it. Like, yeah. literally just go for it because everyone is talented to some extent. Everyone has a purpose and I can help you bring it out yeah. <laughs> through events or just through some guidance. But I mean, just try and use people around you as well. Like say, Hey Kev, like, I think I'm, I'm going to do this or whatever. Have a conversation with your friend, family, yeah. whatever, and see what they think. And then branch out sort of thing. I'm not saying you have to always listen to them, but if you really feel like you can't stop thinking about what this is it on your mind every day, just go for it. Like, Definitely. I that's what I've done. And then eventually as well, I think it's good to get a mentor, like a coach mentor. That's what I've done to yeah. help you kind of structure what you want to do. Because sometimes you have the ideas in your head, but you don't know how to kind of make it come to life yeah. or yeah. make it make sense in terms of like the content or how sure. to let people know what your business is. So talking to people and just like, just don't have blockers in your head. I know like we live in, in a world that's just like, quite doubting and stuff but just go for it definitely no thanks for that and i i'd strongly um advise that you connect with rach if you're already not doing so do connect with her if you're thinking of putting on an event or need some of those event management services do reach out to her um, and nurture your purpose and connect with her on those platforms obviously for those of you that are new to lounge academics as well as part of this conversation um where have you been you should have been here ages ago um obviously <laughs> It's all good to have you join us. Um, we're, we're all about providing teachable moments and helping people to kind of thrive, yeah? So we see ourselves as a learning platform. We have fun. We don't take ourselves too seriously, but we do want people to learn something, you understand? If obviously each conversation we have, someone's able to get something that can help them to build their business, build their platform, build their goal, learn something by all means that's what this is about so i see our platform very much as a learning kind of design studio that's designing learning experiences for people so do um follow us we have we've been doing the five minutes of disrupt series now for a couple of months actually we've gone on for quite a while each week and we've had each we've had each week we've had different people on speaking to a different aspect of their business so we tend to be very much about business conversations because we're grown folk like we can leave them banterish things for everyone else but we like to have like cool big grown-up conversations about um business and helping and we hope that you'd enjoy the journey as well so do tune in to us follow us if you already ain't doing so we've got a backlog of stuff in terms of our podcast as well so you can find us at lounge academics um on most platforms as well and we're on youtube as well well we've had some cool conversations with previous guests as well um, but when we come out of this COVID thing, hopefully we're going to be able to return back to the safety of doing um, our video um, conversations and interviews, you know. But until then, um, it's a live stream thing and podcast right now. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. But um, yeah, but Rach, finally, um, just leave your details for anybody that's just joined and may want to connect with you. If you could just leave your contact details again in closing. Will do. And that would be great, you know. So um, what Rachel is going to do, is she's going to put up and type up basically how you can holler at her if you need to. 
um, via her website or email address or to connect with her via um, socials. But yeah, um, is there anyone from the audience, are there any final questions, anything that people had that they wanted to put to us or put to Rach um, at all that we hadn't covered or anything very quickly? Um, if not, then um, I would strongly urge you to connect with Rach, follow her platform, um, follow us, connect with us, um, keep it positive, keep it good. Um, and Rach, are you, are you, have you done put, typing your stuff up? Are you, I'm done. I'm oh, done. you're done. Okay, cool. I went to check because I was just seeing the ceiling, boy. I could see it's good. <laughs> so it's all good. But no, Rach, once again, thank you um, for joining us for the conversation this evening. It weren't too bad. I hope you enjoyed it. Bad Kev, but thanks for bad. having me. No, no I problem. No for problem. Having me. No, definitely. And for listening and looking on, um, I hope to hear from some of you guys soon. Yeah, definitely. Okay, respect. Thank you all. It's been emotional. It's been great. Rachel, you've been brilliant as always. And until next week, we will connect again. Yeah. Take care, Rach. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>